Hello, I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. It's that time of year again when the National Dairy Conference is held. On Tuesday the 27th of November in Rochestown Park in Cork and Wednesday the 28th of November in the Hudson Bay in Athlone. There is a great lineup of speakers covering a range of topics including economic and social sustainability and management of non-replacement dairy stock. Tom O'Dwyer tells us more. So we've reverted to a format which we've used in previous years involving um, a plenary session uh, in the morning. So um, all the participants, all the audience are in, you know, in, in, in the main room. And then following lunch, uh, we uh, break the audience down into smaller groups where they can attend uh, one of six workshops. And each of those six workshops will be repeated three times over the course of the afternoon. So attendees at the dairy conference will be able to choose the three workshops from the six listed that they'd like to attend once they're um, at the time of booking. And the title this year is Making Dairy Farming More Sustainable. What does that mean to you? Well, I suppose for me, uh, sustainability is, is about three elements. Um, and, I, um, you know, it, the farmer has to make a profit. So farming has to be economically sustainable. Uh, secondly, the farmer farm has to be environmentally sustainable. So it, it has to be um, producing milk and meat without harming the environment. And thirdly, it has to be socially sustainable and um you know, that's that's both for the farmer himself in terms of workload, uh, work-life balance and so on, but also about the farmer's role in the community, uh, the farm, the farm's role in the community. And if the farm then is large enough, the number of employees on the farm, how they're treated and uh, what their working arrangements are like. So that that's the, the three elements, uh, financial, environmental and uh, economic. And I think the challenge is to have dairy systems that are sustainable. So in other words, that are providing a, a good living or meeting economic sustainability that are not harming the environment and in fact are probably improving the environment and thirdly that uh, the farmer and anybody working on the farm has you know has has, has good working conditions uh, and has an opportunity to develop and grow um, uh, while working on the farm. I guess we're we're all quite aware of the economic sustainability of farming and you know trying to make a, a profitable business. If we look at the environmental sustainability, I see one of the workshops are focusing on greenhouse gases and ammonia emissions. So what do we expect from that? So I think what you can expect from that workshop is um, that the presenters will focus on the steps that farmers, that dairy farmers, can take to try and reduce their greenhouse gas and ammonia emissions. Uh, you know, work by Chagas uh, researchers has shown uh, that the increase in stock numbers is um, challenging um, Ireland uh, to to meet its environmental targets in relation to greenhouse gases and, and ammonia. Um, and, but but uh, the same work has also identified the steps which farmers can take to try and mitigate our, our emissions or reduce our emissions. And the challenge is that more farmers need to start taking those steps. So, for example, in relation to um, emissions, you know, um, switching to protected urea would make a big difference to uh, ammonia emissions, I think. Um, spreading slurry with a trailing shoe would also make a big difference to ammonia emissions. Um, so the more farmers that switch in that direction, the we reduce our emissions. Now, we still have the challenge of increasing cow numbers. So, you know, we can reduce emissions um, with the same number of cows, that's a positive. But if cow numbers go up, uh, and even if we uh, take, the, take the, the steps to reduce the emissions, um, if cow numbers are going up, we're still going to have a bit of a challenge. But at least we should be starting to make the changes that will reduce our emissions with our current herd size. 
Okay, so hopefully, you know, people who engage with that workshop will have maybe a toolbox of what they can target on their farms in terms of improving environmentally. And then if we look at the social sustainability side of things, mm. um, you mentioned workload and that's something we're, we're looking at a lot in, in Chagas. Yeah. But I guess um, making our dairy farms a better place is a workshop that um, yeah. that will be on in the afternoon. What can people expect from that? So, as you know, Emma Louise, an increasing number of dairy farmers now are employing labour. Um, you know, as farm size increases, there's an increased reliance for non-family labour. And I suppose this is this is new for many dairy farmers. You know, they would have grown up on farms where labour was provided by family members. Um, and I suppose once you're employing people, well, number one, you have to try and find them and recruit them. And in order to do that, you have to know what you want them to do. Um, and then once you have employed and recruited and employed them, well, then you have to manage them as they work from day to day on your farm. Um, and that takes, you know, an additional range of skills, which, you know, maybe some farmers are challenged with in terms of managing an employee. Um, so I'd, I'd imagine that, that what I'd expect from that workshop is that, again, that, that farmers will be left with, with some ideas or tips that will you know, it might be the one or two things that they can change on their farm that, that could make a significant difference. So, for example, you know, it, it could be around rostering. You know, so if, if, you, if you're working as a farmer and you have two employees working on the farm, maybe one of them is a relief milker and the other is, is a full-time employee, you know, how are you rostering the time on which they work? You know, do they all work all days of the week or all hours of the day? You know, so that's something that... that, that um, farmers need to get their head around and there, there are other things as well but that's the one the example that comes to mind It's interesting um, you, you know you mentioned when you're recruiting staff what do you actually want them for and that's something Ed Payne would have picked up on in terms of what's really important when they're creating a job spec on their farm um, I guess I, I'm really interested in um, session two um, I see that it's you know, focusing on the management of non-replacement stock mm. on your farm and how you can best mm. um, manage them. Mm. Uh, we have an, a, a guest speaker from Australia, mm. Natalie Roadnight. Have we some background on her? What can people expect to hear based on her expertise? So Natalie is a, a vet and she works in the University of Melbourne um, in a department there that, that looks at animal welfare. Um, and she works with uh, Andrew Fisher, who actually completed a Walsh Fellowship with Chagas uh, 25 years ago. So uh, I suppose that's, that's the connection with Chagas, I guess. Um, I suppose the, the, the reason we invited Natalie to join the conference is, um, is, is to find out a little bit more about you know, how to deal with the non-replacement dairy calf on Australian dairy farms. As you may know, Emma Louise, in, in Australia and New Zealand, um, they have a bobby calf industry. And um, so Natalie is going to be talking about that um, and, you know, the steps that they've put in place in Australia to make sure that that, that system um, is run well and um, that the calves are looked after prior, prior to slaughter. Um, may not be something that, you know, that we may be comfortable talking about at the moment. But, you know, the, the reality is that we're, we're, our dairy herd size is increasing. Um, there may not, you know, there may not be a market or a value for calves that are born. So, you know, we, we, we just have to explore what potential options are out there, it, it, you know, uh, and, and look to see what's happening in other countries. Um, so that, that's, that's Natalie Road Night. Um, the other papers there, you know, um, are looking at... Um, the new dairy beef index, so Andrew Cromie of ICBF, um, and that hopefully would would allow 
dairy farmers to um, select better bulls for use in the second half of the breeding season so that the, the calves that are generated uh, later in the breeding season at least um, are of a better quality um, for a calf to beef enterprises so they, they have maybe better um, potential in terms of growth confirmation um, and, and, and so on and uh, the third paper there is, is from Stephen Butler and is looking at the results from the um, recent um, on-farm research trial around sex semen um, so there was a trial carried out uh, this summer uh, on farms and uh, Stephen is going to present the results of that um, again um, you know does sex semen have a role to play in terms of um, you know the crop of calves that we produce each spring and I guess you know um, farmers will have to come along to the conference at the end of the month to, to find out um, the, the results of that trial and I guess Tom you're on the lineup. you're scheduled to speak at the conference what will you be talking about Okay, so uh, given the the 12 months we've had uh, with weather, um, we felt that that it was appropriate to um, present a paper reflecting on experiences of 2018 uh, in terms of um, milk production um, and and the weather challenges. And um, just in preparing for uh, the presentation, I I was just looking up some material. I came across a quote um, which runs along the lines that we don't learn from experience, we learn from the reflections on experience. So really it's to prompt people just to think back about, you know, the summer, April, uh, the spring and um, and including last October when when we had the the high winds. Because even in doing that myself, you know, I I, I found myself, oh, right, that happened, you know, because in my mind, and I'm sure a lot of other individuals are the same, um, it's the drought that's forefront to my mind. But then when I was looking back at what happened in April, I said, oh yeah, that's right, that happened too. And then Storm Emma with all the snow, oh yeah, right, that was as bad as that. I, I'd forgotten how severe it was. And and I, I think, you know, we're all individuals. Um, I think a lot of people um, are, are like that. Um, so, you know, it's an opportunity just to reflect and maybe draw some, some learnings out of the experiences uh, with weather this year. And I suppose finally, Tom, the most important thing, when's it on? Where is it on? Okay, so thanks for asking me that question. Uh, So um, it's taking place on on Tuesday the 27th uh, of November in Cork, the Rochester Park Hotel, and Wednesday the 28th of November um, in the Hudson Bay Hotel in Athlone. Uh, Both events are Department of Agriculture KT approved uh, events. Um, So uh, dairy farmers who are participating in the KT group scheme will get credit for attending. Um, booking is on our website www.chagas.ie forward slash dairy conference 2018 uh, there's a booking a booking page there and you can click and as I said earlier in the interview Emma Louise as you're booking um, you have to choose the three workshops that you'd like to attend in the afternoon so that, that we can manage the, the numbers uh, we would appreciate if people would book early so that uh, we, you know for, for uh, catering and, and other arrangements so and I guess it's important to book early to get into the workshops of your choice um, too. Yes, yeah. that, that would be a good good advice too, yeah. That's great, Tom. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Emma Louise. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Tom O'Dwyer for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma Louise Coffey and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.